to head on goal, and Jordan Morris has done it. Appealing in vain for offside, the Chicago Fire defenders. Jordan Morris from the doorstep saves the day for the Sounders. the other way. Look who's running hard after defensively. Wayne Rooney, the net is empty. Big collision by the captain. That is unbelievable effort. Rooney putting one up. Bacosta. Hello and welcome back to the Stateside Soccer Show. My name is Jordan Wiegand. This is part of the Stoppage Time Soccer Show podcasting network. We are talking all things domestic soccer and we are starting off and most of this coverage here is going to be about the MLS playoffs that just began on Friday. First game that took place was New England Revolution versus the Montreal Impact. 38 minutes in, Carlos Gill uh, scores a uh, scores a great goal for the New England uh, Revolution. Uh, 61 minutes in, Kyoto equalizes for Montreal. And 90 minutes in, Gustavo Bo scores an amazing finish to make it 2-1. Uh, just when it looked like it was going to be going penalties or extra time, it ends up being a 2-1 uh, victory for the Revolution to see them go up against the Philadelphia Union for like the fifth or sixth time this season. So uh, should be some good time. Um, to Carlos Gilgol, it was uh, just off a of volley. Nice finish. Uh, the equalizer, you know, was a, a powerful header. And then that last minute winner from Gustavo Bo outside the box, a rocket into the back of the net and breaking Montreal's heart. And now we get set for the Union versus the Revolution. We'll preview that one in just a little bit. Nashville SC faced off against Inter-Miami, the two expansion teams. Uh, After I recorded the last podcast, uh, it came out on Friday that Inter-Miami had tons of COVID issues uh, it was both of the Higuain brothers and uh, Leo um, Gonzalez uh, Perez out with COVID. Uh, 14 minutes in, Randall Lille uh, scores for Nashville to be their first ever playoff goal, their first ever playoff game, and it's a rocket. Beautiful finish here from Lille. Uh, if I'm saying that right, I think they said it differently <laughs> on the on the broadcast. But he hits this from well outside the box into the top left corner. 
It's wonderful. Then there's a penalty called here, and Mukhtar steps up to convert it. Makes it 2-0. Not a big problem there. And then 57 minutes in, Dax McCarty scores a goal into the bottom right corner from outside the box. Just wonderful finish. He's been all around the league. It's good to see him make an impact in Nashville as well. So an embarrassing end to Miami's season here um, for a team that spent so much money compared to Nashville. But Nashville just built the better squad. It might be a different story if Higuain was there and Blaise Matuidi was there the whole season for Miami, but they entered in late. They made a playoff push, but get bounced in the first round. <laughs> then we had uh, the crazy goal, uh, the crazy game of Orlando City on Sunday versus New York City FC. This is at uh, this was Saturday, sorry, at twelve o'clock. It goes one one. Five minutes in, Nani steps up to score a penalty. Then eight minutes in, Cheneau scores to equalize for New York City FC. Uh, I actually like got to the game late, and it, I got to the game by like the ninth minute. It was already one one. We get a red card in the eighty seventh minute from Rowan, and which was just an awful tackle. Uh, not really a tackle. It's like as he's going down, he uh, kicks at like the crotch area of the of the New York City FC player. So he gets, it was purposeful, you could tell. So he gets a red card. He lost his head. He gets removed from the game. And if you thought all that was crazy, uh, which so far was just a little crazy, it gets even crazier as we get to extra time. Then we get the penalties. Maxi Morales misses his first Misses the first penalty for New York City FC. Those were the, that's the team that started off uh, with the penalty. Then Akindele scores a penalty to make it one nothing on penalties. Jesus Medina scores to make it one one. Then we get uh, Andreas Pereira uh, uh, scores for Orlando, make it two one. Tony Roca scores to make it two two. Antonio Carlos makes it 3-2. Tashuri Jardi, uh, Tashuri Shadi uh, makes it uh, was it 3-3. And then Junior Urso scores to make it 4-3. And this is when the craziness happens. And this penalty shootout lasts at 20 some minutes. Pedro Galese, who is a great goalkeeper this season, he was playing out of his mind for Orlando steps off of his line. He was he was yellow carded earlier in the 103rd minute. And the breakdown that this happened here is that the since so the old IFAB rules which is the governing association not FIFA but the, the one that makes the rules IFAB. In 2019 they had a rule set that was if you stepped off your line as a goalkeeper before the player kicks the ball, it is an automatic yellow retake. They've changed that a bit. Where there's a now in 2020 IFAB, there's a, there's a rule now where they're able to get a uh, a warning before they get a yellow card. So in by the book, this was handled correctly because I know what you're saying. Well, 2020 shouldn't they be using the IFAB 2020 rules? No, since 
this season of MLS started back in February before the 2020 IFAB rule changes. They have to go by the 2019 rules. So by the book, Pedro Galese gets a yellow card. It's a second yellow. He gets a red card. So, still not crazy, really. I mean, it's a little crazy, right? Uh, then we get a... Uh, and, and let's just say, too, that Pedro Galeza, he, he made a save that then ended the game. So everybody's celebrating. You know, uh, the, the coach, uh, Oscar Bray, is running down the tunnel to celebrate and go check on Ruan. And had to come back out and ha- tried to substitute in Rowe, the backup goalkeeper. You can't make a substitute after the start of penalties. That's why, like, when you look at uh, the 2014 World Cup, when uh, Louis van Gaal made the change to um, uh, to uh, Tim Krul on penalties, when they were going penalties, he had to sub him in before the penalties began, like the last minute of extra time. So they couldn't do that. But the the ref, Alan Chapman, and his team just totally botched this where they let the player take the field. They let the player almost take the penalty, and they almost let the backup goalkeeper face it. And they're being told by VAR, hey, that's not what's supposed to happen. And you got the fourth official looking up the rules on his phone, apparently. Uh, it was a mess. One of the biggest games of the season, and it's a mess officiating, is, is embarrassing. And uh, this team has now been... It's been said that this team is not going to get another game this season, uh, in the postseason. So, and apparently, pro the pro uh, referee organization has apologized MLS and Don Garber for how much of a uh, crap show this was. So, they then move in. Uh, they bring in Schlegel, who got subbed in in the hundred first minute. He comes up as the uh, goalkeeper. He's a field player. He just goes in, takes a, <laughs> becomes a goalkeeper. Doesn't make the save. It's now four four on penalties. Nani can can fix it here. Nani can win it here. Nani misses. So now, after all of this craziness, it's it's looking like New York City FC could still win this game after, you know, Orlando had already thought they had won it. Um. Uh, Acevedo comes up and makes it uh, six, uh, sorry, five, four on penalties. Robin Janssen comes up and makes it uh, five, five. So then Thorinsen uh, comes up, misses the penalty. This is a save from Schlegel. Uh, who did not look like he was going to make a save. Uh, you know, like the first one, the Cassianos one, definitely wasn't going to make a save on there. He was kind of like walking this weird, <laughs> staying on the line, not really going anywhere. Uh, Acevedo, he actually puts a hand to it. It just still goes into the net uh, when it goes by him. And then Thorinson, he actually makes this improbable save. It's not even a great save. It's like, I, I can't even describe it. Look up the video of this whole mess if you haven't seen it. I'm sure people listening have seen this, but if not, Check it out. And then the ref blows the final whistle saying that it's over. But it's not. Remember, it's 5-5 on penalties. Orlando still has to come up and score. 
so that's another reason why I think the refs are not getting another game is they lost track of the score. So then Benji Michelle uh, has to step up and he converts it, makes it 6-5 on penalties, and the game is over. We won't have anything that crazy the rest of the week. Rest, rest of the weekend. But uh, let's move on to Crew and Red Bulls. Caden Clark scores 23 minutes in to give the Red Bulls the improbable lead. People were not expecting that. But just three minutes later, Pedro Santos makes it 1-1 on a penalty. 46 minutes in, Darlington Nagby scores to make it 2-1. Then 68 minutes in, Jassy Zardes scores to make it 3-1. Most people think it's over at that point. 90 minutes in, Brian White pulls one back to make it 3-2. And the Red Bulls are done. They're out. Uh, Sporting Kansas City versus San Jose Earthquakes. This was like the game of the weekend. It was exciting. It had a lot going on. But it was a better game than Orlando NYCFC. Uh, Orlando and Orlando versus NYCFC has all the headlines because of the craziness. But this game was just as crazy. Four minutes in, Roger Espinosa scores to make it 1-0. I had just turned the game on pretty much. <laughs> And then Carlos Fierro makes it 1-1, 22 minutes in for uh, San Jose. Then 34 minutes in, Shea Salinas scores to make it 2-1. Then Elie Sanchez makes it 2-2 in the 47th minute right after halftime. Great response from SKC there after the half. And it goes all the way to the 90th minute. Gianluca Busio scores in extra time to make it 3-2. And uh, people, you know, were posting the video saying, hey, this is the game winner, but it wasn't. There's four minutes of stoppage time. In the seventh minute of stoppage time, Chris Wondolowski scores to make it 3-3. If you're wondering why there was, uh, like, an extra three minutes of stoppage time, Matt Doyle from MLS Soccer brought this. Uh, he had this uh, broken down here. Here's his tweet. FYI to those complaining about the seven minutes of stoppage time. Busio scored at 90 minutes and 34 seconds, and the game did not kick off again until 92.48. Then, at 95.27, the ball went out for a goal kick, and Melia, Tim Melia, the goalkeeper for... Uh, SKC took 40 seconds to put it back in play. So 2 minutes and 14 seconds for celebration. 40 seconds of time wasting equals 2 minutes and 54 seconds beyond the original 4 minutes. Wando's header hit the back of the net 2 minutes and 48 seconds in. So there would have only been a few more seconds left. And this Wondolowski header was great. It is what he does. It's only a second playoff goal. Uh, the San Jose Earthquakes, not usually in this situation. So even though he's the highest you know, goal-scoring player of MLS, uh, he is getting that, uh, that, you know, he was just now really getting into that playoff uh, where he was able to score a playoff goal, his second one. And this goes to penalties. Um, and I audibly screamed when Wando put that in. I love Wondolowski. Uh, I don't care that he missed the the one against Belgium. Uh, it, it just, you know, he probably shouldn't have been caught up there to begin with. It should have, you know, Landon should have been there or Landon should have been there for Julian Green and Landon's probably playing and he's our, 
you know, the, the one that was always making those scores. Um, so I don't fault Wondolowski for that. Uh, he is uh, just an MLS legend, and I can separate that from the national team, unlike some people, for whatever reason. Let's get to the penalties. Johnny Russell comes up, converts it, no problem. Then Alanis, uh, Osvaldo Alanis, misses the penalty. Uh, actually, not really a miss. It's a save. Tim Melia makes a save. And then Elie Sanchez comes up and converts for SKC. Jackson Yule gets his saved by Tim Melia. So it's 2 nothing on penalties. Kyrie Shelton comes up and converts, makes it 3 nothing. Then Christian Espinoza comes up, and it's saved again by Tim Melia. Playing out of his mind. Not somebody you want to face in penalties at all. So, uh, Sporting Kansas City move on. That was the first seed versus the eighth seed, so it would have been quite an upset if San Jose had gotten through. Uh, so here we go. Uh, let's move on to... And Wando apparently is coming back next year. He may not even go to San Jose. He might try to go somewhere else. I'm going to see if I can convert my San Jose Earthquake jersey I got at um, at Ross and can try to convert that into a Wondolowski San Jose jersey. So see if I can get somebody to print up uh, some numbers and letters, put that on there. Minnesota United versus Colorado Rapids. Kevin Molino scores 22 minutes in to make it 1-0. Robin Laud scores to make it 2-0, 54 minutes in. And then Kevin Molino puts it away 79 minutes in to make it 3-0. And that ends that game. Minnesota move on handily. Another great game here uh, when it comes to penalties. Uh, Portland Timbers versus FC Dallas. The, the game itself wasn't all that great. 82 minutes in, Jorge Villafana scores. Uh, Portland was dominating in the first half. Uh, Villafana scores in the 82nd minute. They're just eight minutes away from moving on. Then Ricardo Pepe, 17-year-old for FC Dallas, scores in the 90th minute to make it 1-1. Craziness. We go to penalties. And there's, like, no saved penalties until the last one. It is 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15 straight made penalties. And then Jorge Fiafania, who can go from hero to zero, and he does. Doesn't make the penalty. It's a save. And it just shows how crazy it is. He was just a hero that gave them the lead. Then they lose the lead. And then he... He didn't lose the lead himself. But I'm saying that, you know, 82 minutes in, it's looking fine, right? one nothing. Then you get to 1-1, and then it gets to him taking the penalty. And, and it's not there. So. Crazy results there. Um... So that sets us up here. Toronto FC, tomorrow night, Tuesday, or maybe the day you're listening to this, Tuesday night at uh, 7 o'clock, Toronto FC versus Nashville SC. And at, uh, what is that, uh, 8 o'clock? So it's 6 o'clock for Toronto. Sorry, I'm losing track of my times here. 6 o'clock, Toronto versus Nashville. 8 o'clock is Philadelphia Union versus New England Revolution. I am going to go ahead and say that Nashville pull off another upset that they beat Toronto is just a... Let, let's throw it out there. 
right? Let's throw it out there. And then I'll say the Union beat the Revolution. They have a good record against the Revolution. I think they got a good shot at it. Um, but, you know, comparing this to some of my other teams, like uh, Indulge Me Year, the Ravens last year for Baltimore uh, football, NFL had, you know, 14-2 record. They get a home game and lost against a team that was a wild card team. So it, anything can happen in this, right? And it can happen in MLS. I mean, San Jose almost knocked out SKC. Uh, you know, Dallas knocked out uh, Portland Timbers. It can happen. Uh, so I, I'm not going to try to jinx that. But head-to-head, 19 wins for the Union, 6 draws, 7 wins for the Revolution. Um, and then late at night, 10-30, it's Seattle Sounders versus LAFC. And I'm going to go ahead and say Seattle Sounders get it done. I think they have more stuff going for them than LAFC, who have been kind of battling a lot of injuries. I think Seattle can get through that. So if that's the case, the Philadelphia Union uh, or New England is going to face off against Orlando. All right, here it is. So we have uh, on uh, so the 29th. It's the next set of games, really. That's on Sunday. Uh, it's going to be either the Union or the uh, New England Revs against Orlando. Uh, then we have Columbus versus either the Red Bulls. Uh, sorry, Columbus versus either Toronto and Nashville. So, 6 o'clock, Toronto FC versus Nashville. That's on FS1. 8 o'clock. On ESPN is Philly, New England. Then Seattle and LAFC at 10.30 on ESPN. Uh, And then Seattle and LAFC, whoever wins that is going to go up against FC Dallas. So the matchups that are set right now, there's only one full matchup that's set, and that's Sporting Kansas City versus Minnesota. That's going to be on either Tuesday or Wednesday, the first or second. So we'll we'll definitely discuss that game before we get to that day. Uh, the finals on the 12th, which is almost two weeks from now. So we're almost already done the season here. But yes, we got Philadelphia Union against Orlando, maybe. Or New England versus Orlando. Columbus versus Toronto or Nashville. FC Dallas versus Seattle or LAFC. That'll be determined. And I'll discuss those games Uh, But all those games are on Tuesday, so we'll probably talk about them Wednesday or Thursday and look ahead to the next matchups. Uh, But that about wraps us up here. Have a great rest of your week. Catch you next time. Enjoy your holidays. Tomorrow, throwing his body in. It's going to fall for Ibrahimovic. Oh, come on! Come on! Thank you for listening to Stoppage Time Soccer Show. We hope that you continue to listen to our show as we recap the U.S. men's national team, Americans Abroad, MLS, USL. This is Stateside Soccer Show presented by Stoppage Time Soccer Show. Have a good one.